Joby Dobby Gaming Podcast. I'm Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Martin. Hello. And Nathan. Welcome. How are we, boys? It's a bit sunny, are they? And we're it stuck is. in here. Is it? I'm doing this. It might be sunny, but it ain't warm. Actually, to be honest, it has been pretty nippy the past few days. Um, yeah. Right. Lots to talk about, so let's head into the news. I think the obvious one, well, in my view, is uh, Microsoft has acquired Zenimax Media. Mm. $7.5 billion. Billion dollars! <laughs> um, the second, and the second one, biggest it? gaming acquisition ever. So let's just, so basically this covers, so they've now bought, uh, so that's the parent company of Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, ID Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, AlphaDog, and Roundhouse Studios. So this ends up covering games such as Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Dishonored, Prey, Wolfenstein, Doom, Quake, Rage. Quite a list. Quite Just an acquisition. Bad. Yeah, definitely. What's your thoughts on this, then? I think it's good because it makes um, the Xbox look a lot more enticing. Yes. Before, it was a little bit sparse in terms of first-party games. I think we can all agree. I think this has really pushed it um, a lot. Um, one thing that I'm worried about is this going to start like a bit of a land grab of developers? Like, are people going to start trying to move for Rockstar, Rocksteady, others? Yeah, it's a bit of a double edged sword, really, isn't it? Because I'm sort of in agreement with like, yeah, this partly this is good because it makes the Xbox more viable in terms mm-hmm. of like first party things for competitive with, because let's be honest, PS4 destroyed Xbox this generation. So yeah. they needed something. So obviously they've kind of thrown the money at the problem. Yeah. A whole lot of money. And he's saying about it. I'm not quite sure it's worth that, but that's what they've done. But yeah, it's certainly made it more viable for me for, to get an Xbox. Yeah. And a lot of those games are going to be available on day pass, day one, of yeah. when yeah. the um, when the acquisition goes through. So um, I think it might yeah. be a while before we see actual exclusives, though. This might be a thing more for like the next, the following generation, really. Because there's going to be a lot of things they're already working on, aren't there? I don't know if they're going to be suddenly... Xbox Can't just pull the plug on it, yeah. Yeah, there'll be already I mean, deals in place with PlayStation, sure. Yeah, yeah, well, like with like Deathloop, for example. Um, yeah. That's still going to be coming out on the PlayStation, so I think there will be a cut-off point, though, after um, the acquisition takes place, and then we'll see what Microsoft's going to do with it, uh, whether they are going to be doing timed exclusives or whether it's going to be just pure exclusives for the Xbox, which is... Personally, what I'd do, if you're going to spend $7.5 billion, yeah, sure. you're going to want something out of it. Yeah, you're going to have to, surely. You won't, but yeah, you won't spend that much money and not, and not make it exclusive. That's yeah. just silly. Well, I think it'd be dangerous if they made everything exclusive. I think they'd have to take certain games uh, on a case-by-case basis. Because, like, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if Lucas Smith is as big as Elder Scrolls, like if they if they just kept on Xbox, all right, it'll probably tend to a lot of people to go to Xbox, but you know, make it so it's on PlayStation as well. I mean, you've already got you've already got like the I suppose the the rights to it. That'll just make you more money for people who buy on PlayStation as well. And it's gonna be the same for like Deathloop and um, is it Ghostwire Tokyo. Like I think Microsoft came out and said we're not messing with those. Those are still Time exclusives for PlayStation, but you know, the people that buy on PlayStation still make 
Microsoft money. So yeah, but they want to sell like juicy hardware, don't they? That's it. They want to get so, that four hundred fifty no. quick console down your throat. No, yeah. I think I think Microsoft's really moved over to being more about the software. Because otherwise, why would they have this Game Pass? Like they're losing money on it effectively, but they can afford to lose that so long as it brings more eyes to you know to their brand. I mean, that's why they keep on wanting to say they want to put it on like every available platform uh, if they could, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, do you think going forward, maybe not? Well, definitely not the next generation, but maybe the generation after that, are Xbox just going to be a software company? And they'll bring things out for everything. No. Do we not think so? I don't I don't think they would. I still think they would they would still have the Xbox brand. Because I think I think they've gone too far now to just kind of pull the plug you know, on it. Yeah. Let's be honest, they're still selling well, aren't they? Xbox. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's not like Xbox. Xbox One was a failure. They keep selling, they're gonna keep selling. Yeah, it's not like Wii U levels of failure. No. Although they are Wii U levels of Badly naming things. Very oh, true. yeah. Don't even get started on the names. I can't remember. Did you hear about the, um, the thing about parents accidentally buying the, uh, the Xbox what, One? The Xbox One X? Yeah, because <laughs> they thought it was the new one. So that, that seems to have bumped up in the... Uh, in my well, it did, didn't it? Yeah, it was... Uh, when they released the... the... Sh- shouldn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> when they released the uh, the date for when Xbox Series X was coming. Apparently, Xbox One X got like a surge in sales on Amazon. Yeah. It was like up seven hundred percent than what it was. It was like mm. <laughs> that's how you sell consoles. Poor naming. That, <laughs> yeah. that kid at Christmas then. Expect yeah. a new one and open you open the one you've already got. Have you seen some of them pranks on uh, on Facebook? Basically. Um, Somebody orders somebody a game, but it's for the wrong console, so they got them like FIFA for PS3 rather than PS4, and the, guy, and the person's like, "What?" <laughs> it's going mental. It's great. No, it's, it's of like, course you'd like that. It's like that video of uh, what was it? There's a kid at Christmas that ends up getting the book Mind Camp, and like the parent was like, oh. "No, we wanted Minecraft." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Granddad. <laughs> Well, we're less than 10 minutes in, and we've already got the first Nazi joke in, so it's going yeah, well. well. Hey, speaking of Nazis, I'm looking forward to Wolfenstein on the Xbox. Love the Wolfenstein I, franchise. I'm still not played any. I've actually bought them all. Still not the, new, the new ones are great. Um, I think the I first one's it. New Order. Um, I read them a, a tad difficult. They're not. Well, I, I have mine on super what? easy difficulty, so it's not that oh. bad for me. Well, you can't say anything. Can well, I'll, I'll do the same anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. No, they're really enjoyable. Good shooters. There's a lot of humour there. Um, at the end of, um, I think, the second one, the second main game, because there's, there's a few ones external to it, but it does push the envelope a bit in terms of craziness. The end of the second one. Cool. I look forward so, to So, yeah, that. you'll see that. Yeah, but I think overall it's, it's great for Microsoft, great for Xbox. It makes it look a lot more enticing. And, yeah, Xbox um, needed something, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I'm just. I was just going to say I'm looking forward to see what they do with it because, well, as we all know, Microsoft is very cash rich, and they could do a lot with Bethesda and all the other um, sub companies that they purchased via that acquisition. Mm. Hopefully, it's not going to be another rare where they just fade into obscurity. But I'm. I'm. Well, we'll see what happens. Microsoft, give them money to build a new engine, please. Well, I think they've. Uh... 
they do have a new engine going on to it because uh, I think I don't know if it was in the last two weeks or not, but there was a, a couple it's of screenshots. Good. Yeah, there were a couple of screenshots leaked of um, Starfield, the new like sci-fi space yeah. opera game that um, Bethesda are working on. It looks well. No, it looks okay that, for screenshots. Didn't they say they were, that was running on the old one? I thought they did. I wouldn't have thought so. That'd be very dangerous if it was running on the old one, considering... I thought they said that ages ago. Maybe they've changed. I don't know. They could have done. I'm assuming I'm assuming the, the new engine is for the next Elder Scrolls. They've got to do something, though. They can't carry it. It is an old engine, yeah. I was going to say, I don't, I don't want this to become a trend, though. I don't want suddenly everybody to be hoovering up studios. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... It's, it's, it's like a, it's a double soldier, really. It's like... This is sort of good because it makes Xbox enticing, but I don't want this to carry on. Well, I mean, they've come and said like, like this isn't the last studio they're going to be buying, and there's already rumours about them potentially buying Sega. Mm, yeah, I think it all depends if if Microsoft give um, Bethesda the freedom, because I think if they try and make it all corporate and change the um, environment, then it'll affect the games as we've seen in the past with different studios being purchased. Um, yeah. So I think it's all down to how they handle it and the transition of Bethesda coming of becoming a Microsoft first-party company. But if they keep things the same, um, roughly speaking, and put some money behind them, then I can only see good things. People have started getting their hands on the Series X now, haven't they? Did you see some of the like, compatibility tests? There's one by Digital Foundry. Oh, yeah. Test. So basically, they were comparing the Series X with the Xbox One X. Xbox One X, wasn't it? See, every time I say that now, I'm thinking about, is that the correct name? Yeah, Xbox Series <laughs> X, Xbox One X. <laughs> but yeah, so there was basically showing how there was like frame rate drops on this current generation. And then the new one seems to be pretty much fixing it at 60 frames. Just about all, well, I can't remember which games they chose. They specifically chose different games to test it on, which they knew would be. Mm. But it looked, one of them was Hitman. I remember that. Didn't look good. But yeah, so they're kind of like locked at 60 frames per second now. They did look a lot smoother. So just wondering how the PlayStation is going to match up. Mm. Well, you've got to think it'll be similar. Um, definitely. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. I think I think the Xbox has um, proved that they can uh, they can do sort of powered compatible but make it better um, just with the Xbox One X. What they did with the 360 tiles, so stuff like, you know, Red Dead Redemption ran a lot more smoother and looked a little bit better um, on the One X than it did on 360. And it doesn't surprise me, it's, it's just the same with the Series X, doing um, Xbox One games much better. So I, th- I think it's some of the I think Microsoft have over Sony at the moment. I'd like to see what Sony can do. But I've got a feeling just with um, just with Spider-Man as an example that I don't think they can quite do what Xbox does. Because then they've had to remaster. What have they done to him? What have they done to Peter Parker? He's What's not the done same anymore. Yeah, so on the remaster, apparently they recast Peter Parker. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks different, doesn't it? It looks worse. I've seen comparisons and it looks worse. I don't know how they can say it's next-gen. Uh, when this like was first announced or first show, I looked on Twitter and everyone said, "Oh, it looks more like Tom Holland." I'm like, "It looks nothing like Tom Holland." No, it, look, it looks younger, but it doesn't look anything like Tom Holland. Um, ooh. 
I got I got a little hint of Tom Tom Holland from him. He's not exactly the look of him, but he does a little bit. It just looks a bit younger. That's that's But uh, not the Marvel avenged him. Not a fan. It's a bit not Botox or something, because after the adventure he went on in the first um, game, got to think it started to take its toll, but no, evidently not. He does look it... younger, is, is what worries me. Is that he's meant to be in his like, early 20s. But well, I, I guess he could still look like he's in his early 20s. I don't know what age he's supposed to be exactly. Like 22, 23, I think. Isn't he? Something like that. Like, he, he's, he's been in the uh, crime fighting business for quite a few years. Actually, I think it's was it ten years? Did they make did they make it so that it was like he'd been in like doing it for a decade or something like that? I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't know if it was quite that long. It might be about seven years actually. But a serious note though is um, I saw a tweet earlier from uh, an Insomniac creative director, Brian mm-hmm. Intahar, mm-hmm. same producer. I tweeted earlier that apparently he's received death threats at this change. So oh wow! Okay, people. Yeah, stop. It's something you don't want to see. I mean, we had the same thing with The Last of Us Part Two, like the voice mm-hmm. actors getting death threats. It's like, yeah, you might not like something, but just don't take it to that level. This is the sort of gaming that I absolutely hate. Just like any change of something that people don't like, they have to like go off so toxic on like the developers. I mean, you can you can push your displeasure and say I don't like this. That's fine. Well, yeah. But let's go that far. It's just what? Why? Hey, you, you've got Over to remember. Face that, change. On the other hand, these are the people that gave you what gave you what you loved in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, staggering. It's just some idiots, honestly. Right, speaking of uh, Spider-Man as well, though, uh, Insomniac has confirmed that uh, on Mike Morales, Mike Morales, what? Miles. Miles Morales. <laughs> I've accidentally wrote Mike. Mike. <laughs> that's it. That's Sorry, the Miles. That's the, yeah, that's also the vanilla great. version. Uh, apparently, the pre-order suits in that game will be can be earned in-game as well. Oh, that's good. That's good. So. You know, you won't be locked to not get them. Well, I think it was similar to the first final one, wasn't it? I think if you pre-order, yes. you got a couple of, you got the suits early, but at some point you'd eventually lock them in the game anyway. So yeah, that's that's like kind of what they actually tweeted. So somebody asked them about, can you get the suits in game? Yeah, I think the response was just, it'll just be like first game. That's it. That's all they said. Although I'd be interested, I'd be interested to know because I think they're making some new suits. For the Spider-Man remaster as well, where one of them is the Amazing Spider-Man suit, the one, the first one that um, Andrew Garfield wore. All right. I would like to know if that would come to the PS4 version as well. Like, please don't lock it to the remaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Also, though, Xbox Series X and S has got a feature that lets users delete parts of games to free up space. Did you hear about this? Oh, no, I've heard about that's it. interesting. Mm. Although I think um, I know Call of Duty Modern Warfare does that currently. So if you don't, you know, if you finish with the single player or if well, you this, don't bother call. This is kind of what I'm going to mention. So, apparently, so yeah. Xbox Series X development producer Jason Ronald stated one of the new features we're adding is actually for if a title chooses to support it, the ability to selectively uninstall different components of the game. So let's say you play a campaign as an example and then you want to focus exclusively on multiplayer. So Call of Duty springs to mind, obviously. Yeah. Because that takes up far too much room for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the developers choose to support it, you can actually only install the campaign itself so that you can be more in control of how you're actually using your storage. So you really get the most benefit out of the available storage that you have. I like that. I'd like that to happen on PS5 as well. But I think this just sounds I like... I think a it's a really well, good idea. I mean, it sounds like at least Call of Duty will do it. 
Yeah, it, it needs to. It really needs Although to. Although saying that, like, how how much data would the single player actually take up compared to, like, the amount of updates that multiplayer and Warzone take up? I feel like it's a, it'd be a very small amount. Well, it might be negligible, but I think it's a step in the right direction because oh, no, face, no, yeah. the hard drives haven't really... In terms of stats, they've improved, but in terms of space, they've not that much since the last generation. And we're mm. going to need every gigabyte we can get our hands on. So, yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's good that they're doing that. I saw someone tweet earlier yeah. uh, Modern Warfare no longer fits any 250-gig SSD hard drive anymore. He exceeds it. So, <laughs> Do you know what they're going to end up doing? In, yeah. in the middle of the next generation, there'll be a game that you'll have to buy, but with it, you'll get the expandable hard drive to fit the game on. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, Xbox have launched that, um, that Seagate expansion, haven't they? Yeah. Do you think that just should, should just come with Call of Duty? Probably should. You know? Oh, that like, little like memory card thing. Yeah. That's $220, I believe, for an extra terabyte, I think. Yeah. Just package that with next Call of Duty. Just have, it, have it branded <laughs> or something. Because that's, all, that's the only thing that's going to be out there, That's it. Yeah. Well, I say it. Memory cards are coming back into fashion after they got rid of them in the PS3 era. Speaking of Call of Duty, did you hear about Activision has banned 20,000 more um, accounts on Warzone? Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, I heard about it. So, good. Together, this is with the back in April, they banned like 50,000 other accounts. So, so a lot of cheaters. There's no one one dad I'll play Warzone if those sorts of things. To be honest, that's actually quite small compared to the number of people playing it, but it makes you wonder how many people are getting away with it. That's it. Well, anyway. It was a cheat they were using called engine owning. Now, I didn't know what this was, so I looked it up. And so apparently you have to subscribe and pay for this cheat service. Sounds about right. So I, I had to look on Trustpilot. So, so there were some reviews for this particular cheat. Thing. Oh, yeah. So I, I shall quote. So this is a review of it. So I've got two reviews here. This is the first one. Right. <laughs> Five stars. I've been playing Warzone since it came out. This last month, I came across Engine Only and was excited but scared to make my first purchase. Buying hacks for video games can be sketchy, but you could tell just by their website and open form that they were legit. So I ended up purchasing the 24-hour <laughs> hack for Warzone. My mind was blown. Wall hacks, radar, aimbot, they had everything. <laughs> okay. I've not, I've not had this much fun in a video game in a long time. After downloading the hack, which was super simple, I opened my game and a giant menu popped up for full customization of the hacks. I mean, so much you can change your, to your liking. Aimbot can be adjusted so it's not super obvious you are hacky, which is nice. A slight edge sometimes is all you need, but it will do all the aiming for you if you let it. The wall hacks, just knowing where everyone is at all times is insane and nice. And it goes on to say some other stuff. So there you go. Five-star oh review of the engine. But the next review, one star. I wasted $56 just for my account to get banned. F you, engine owning. Worst provider yet, you use this piece of S website. <laughs> so, what were you expecting, <laughs> my dude? What the... This is amazing. The, oh, the no, legit hack banned, website. That's fantastic. Hacks. So, there you go. What's the point in even playing the game? Just sit back and leave it on autopilot, auto aiming, looking through walls. Yeah, if I don't understand why you'd bother playing a game with your without aimbots. I just, I know I people hate I'm this. But just, just get good. Just yeah. play the game like everybody else. I don't, How about like, just don't ruin everyone else's fun, you idiots? 
One is a stronger word. Another one star. One star. I bought the hack yesterday. I used it for a full day, and I loved it. But I ended up losing my main account, which I had legitimately played on 40 days of gameplay. Why waste it? I made four of the accounts, and one by one, I got shadow banned on every single one. (laughs) Good. Bigger IP banned, probably. This this quote in particular, it's just like, why would you do this? This is. I was tired of losing to people with aimbot, so I decided to try it out for curiosity. Are you a moron? <laughs> what? That's just asking for trouble. Sometimes you live long enough to become the villain, and that's this. Yeah, guy. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just thought that was quite interesting. That if if you're going to do that, you get you got to expect to be banned, don't you? I mean, what were they thinking? What were no, they actually what, thinking? Honestly, I've, some people blow my mind completely. That's what they're hoping to do. <laughs> well, yeah, with the aimbot and the war hacks. Are they uh, saying that? I, apparently in the, the new update that Call of Duty just did, they uh, introduced a new assault rifle called the AS, AS Val, and apparently it's the most broken gun ever. Apparently you can shoot through... You can shoot through walls, like four walls, and kill a guy without needing hacks. So. Sounds about right. That, that needs fixed. <laughs> yeah. See, it's sort of, this is sort of stuff I don't play Call of Duty really. It's just, I just don't like the community, really. That's probably why I stick to World War Two. It's just I don't have to talk to yeah. anyone, and it's uh, it's just a good card overall. Just, I think Modern Warfare is a good card, but World War Two is just a bit more old school, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Well, I say, isn't it? It's it's a little bit it's more like. Yeah, it's a little bit more reliable on like actual gunplay rather than anything else. Anywho. Ah, now another quite unsavory thing is a uh, CD Projekt Red has issued Mandy Crunch in the final yeah. stages of Cyberpunk 2077 mm, yeah. development. Um, this is after they previously announced that they weren't going to do any crunch, that it was, there wasn't going to be any for Cyberpunk, and yet now they've gone back on that. So mm-hmm. there was an email to staff that circulated saying it's going, down, going up to six days a week work, and a note here from the studio head, Adam Badowski. Said, I take it upon myself to receive the full backlash for the decision. I know this is in direct opposition to what we said about Crunch. It's also in direct opposition to what I personally grew to believe a while back, that Crunch should never be the answer. But we've extended all other possible means of navigating the situation. What's your thoughts on this? Have they? They could well, just extend the um, release time. This is the thing, though. Mm. I, th- I, th- I think I think they were on a hand into nothing. I, don't think, I think it was a lose-lose either way. Either they delay it, and I think people would be straight on the backs. Fans would have been straight onto it. So, oh, I can't believe you delayed this again. Because it's been delayed twice. Yeah, fans are a bit fickle. Yeah, they will. But but now that they've announced they're doing this, they've also got fans on the backs. So, yeah. Oh, why don't you just delay it? They, they want to they, they want either way, really. Yeah, I think but, there's, no, there's, way, yeah. there's ways and means because it sounds like the. The director has gone against his um, values to do it this way as well, because he said cool. it's something that he didn't want to do. But I'm going to counter this to say that COVID wasn't a thing last year. That will have had a massive impact. True. Yeah. I can imagine. Well, it, it's the reason it why it got delayed well, the first time, wasn't it? Well, that's all you need to say to people. People will understand. No, people don't understand though. That's the thing. No, there'd still be fans who'd be. Roaring up in arms, like, oh, so what about COVID? You've been working at home. Why can't you just, you know, 
work harder or something. Uh, Adam Badowski put uh, another tweet and he's put, uh, these last six weeks are our final sprint to the project we've all spent much of our lives on. Something to be careful deeply. The majority of the team understands that push, especially in light of the fact that we've just sent the game to CERT and every day brings us visibly closer to shipping a game we want to be proud of. This is one of the hardest decisions I've had to make, but everyone is well compensated for every extra hour they put in. And like in recent years, 10% of the annual profit of our company generates in 2020 will be split directly among the team. Mm. I mean, that's well, good, at least. I mean, every, every few, let's face it, every couple of months or few months, there's a game and it comes out and there's been crunch culture um, that everyone sprints into the finish line. Um, but I think this is a, a, it's good that everyone's being compensated properly because I doubt in most of the companies they don't they'll probably just be on a base salary and they'll be expected to work those hours um mm. and that they get a percentage of the sales is good as well because then they've got a vested interest in how well the game does so they'll work a little bit harder and make it as good as it can be mm. which is also good so yeah i think mark you've changed my mind um with that last um statement it's um I think if they were going to do it, I think this is the best way that they could have. Yeah. Yeah. I, think it's, I mean, you don't like to see it. No, no. I think when this was initially announced, I think the internet just went into a furor because they just immediately thought, oh, people are just being overworked. Yeah. Not getting yeah. anything for it. Yeah. They just chained to the desks. But I just, I just don't think it's quite like that. But no, no. Have we got any more news? We got to see our first look um, at the zombies mode for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, um, which, I mean, for me personally, I, I've loved every latest iteration of zombies on uh, on any Call of Duty, really. Um, I don't think I've played any zombies on any of them. I don't remember. I've, so. You know, <laughs> I've absolutely loved them. I've loved all of them since, like, um, well, I mean, the first time we saw it was in world of war and that was like a surprise mode if you'd finished the campaign like i think i think about then it i think it was like such a surprise and shock like what's this like what's this mode i'm playing after i've completed the campaign like what's weird zombies and like in a bunker and stuff so but got to see the first uh first look it it looks pretty interesting um so far as that like um they've kind of got a new story um, but it's going to be set within the same, I suppose, canon universe as, as what they've been doing for Black Ops. If you've not been following it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mind screw of just dimensions, time travel. Just It, it goes absolutely everywhere. Dragons are involved at some point uh, back in Black Ops 3. So um, it's absolutely nuts. But they've uh, they tried to tie it all up kind of at the end of Black Ops 4, and then now they're going right. Um, it's a new story. It's kind of set in a new universe. Um, it's not gonna have the same characters, but stuff from history may or may not reappear and stuff. Um, it looks a lot of fun, um, as, as Zombies has always kind of done. The thing that really caught my eye in the in the um, announcement though was that they're gonna have cross progression through all the modes in Call of Duty so kind of like for the first time all your loadouts and stuff you'll be able to use in multiplayer you'll be able to use in Warzone and you'll be able to use in Zombies which is I think a really good progression um, so like you know 
you can level up your guns in multiplayer the same you do in zombies, which is cool. Um, another first that they're doing as well is that um, the progression you do in zombies contributes to the battle pass as well. So oh. I remember how in I think it was Black Ops 4, um, they had like a battle pass system, but you only got to like go up through levels in multiplayer and blackout. Um, they kept zombies separate for one reason or another. Um, but they decided to contribute it into this one now. So, you know, if you exclusively just played zombies, you can then get, you know, all the levels and battle pass and stuff, which is really good. Yeah, definitely. Really... I mean, like yourself, if you really like the zombies game and you like getting yeah. together with a group of friends and going through the story, then it's good that that contributes towards it now. So. No, yeah, I, I think it's a really big move that I think everyone... Um, supports so um yeah so uh, i'm actually kind of looking forward to the next call to you strangely enough i just i don't know whether to wait for it on the next gen or not because <laughs> i got that i think it was the 10 pound upgrade if you did buy it this gen mm. which is a bit cheeky but i mean at least they're offering it i suppose yeah it's not not too bad could be worse <laughs> i i want i want the nice new cases though so um i think i'll wait you'll wait Okay, that's cool. Um, well, if you can get a console, because there's a, <laughs> well, if you can get one, well, there's, been, there's been reports that uh, some uh, pre-orders for PS5 might not be fulfilled until next year. Really, really, which is insane. True. Well, that's my birthday's in January, so if I can stretch it out that long, I've kind of lost all hope of getting either of them. To be honest, so I don't think I'm going to both trying to pre-order. I'm just going to wait until things settle down. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah, for some killer deals on Prime Day. Plenty of games to play at the moment, so. Well, no, there's, that, right. there's the battle. There's no rush. <laughs> but that does mean Cyberpunk is going to have to wait. Yeah, because you want to wait, don't you, for the that's, next gen? Because that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Oh, no. I'm not interested in any other next gen games at the moment. Yeah, no, I think I can turn on. <sighs> Sadness. <laughs> Ooh, uh, very recently, um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate revealed uh, their new fighter within the, I think it's the Fire Battle Pass 2, I think. And um, it's, how can I best describe this one? It's it's something you wouldn't expect, but as a celebration of, of video games, as like Smash Bros. has kind of become, it probably makes the most sense. So they've kind of revealed that Steve from Minecraft is the uh, the next fighter. Not, not Mine Camp. Not Mine Camp, no. Uh, Hitler's not going to come and uh, slap Mario about a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit of a weird one, but in terms of like how influ like influential, um, I probably said that word wrong. Uh, near enough. Near enough. We'll, we'll go with. It. How influential um, Minecraft has kind of become over the last 10 years. Probably even longer, actually. No, I think it's been about 10 years since Minecraft's been out, or something like that. Yeah, um, sounds about right. I suppose it, it, it supposedly makes sense. It's really weird, like, how they've implemented him. Because, like, he essentially does all the things you think you'd do in Minecraft. So, kind of, you know, you fire with a sword, you fire with a pickaxe, you place blocks down on, on the stage... You can you can light up TNT and blow enemies off stage, which is hilarious. Yeah, it was a weird one. It was actually apparently the announcement ended up breaking Twitter. 
It was like that massive. It broke. Just mic drop it, Steve. Whoa. Yeah. Steve, micro. Uh, <laughs> so, um, as well as that, along with Steve, they've got like other skins that you can play as um, for Steve. So they've got one that's called Alex, which is essentially a female character. There is the zombie um, mobs that you can play as. And one that's uh, the Enderman, which is a really freaky guy who, if you stare at, ends up teleporting around and trying to hit you. I don't think he'll quite do that in Smash, but I think it'll be kind of funny if he ends up being like a separate trophy that ends up fine stuff. So, yeah, that was um, a unique pick, certainly. I think a lot of people would have rather had, I don't know, Dante from Devil May Cry or... I think another one popular one that people want to see is Crash Bandicoot, which I would love to see if you end up in Smash Bros. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Just um, swizzling around or throwing one through throwing one through. Yeah, getting rock out and shooting people. But no, it's um, I mean, fair play to him to to involve this kind of character because he he looks like he kind of controls much different to anything else that's in there. So fair play to him. A couple of news that I kind of picked up. Uh, I think yes, or oh, so I saw yesterday. Um, it looks as though the Need for Speed Hop Suit remaster is going to get announced on Monday. Oh, cool. So, well, once this goes live, it should already be announced, I think. Um, I've not had much exposure to Hop Suit outside of playing the demo. I don't know if you guys have touched that one. Yeah, I, I, I played it over a couple of days. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, mm. I like um, the, oh, I say, the, the classic um, Need for Speed. I like Need for Speed Most Wanted and Carbon. They're my two favourite ones. And mm. it really reminded me of those games. Um, you just want like a six-pack, don't you? Oh, that's it. <laughs> Need for Speed Underground 2. Um, yeah, it just reminded me of those with all, all the police and stuff. Um, so... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, and um, I'll be picking it when I get remastered, definitely. Um, I I bought it from CEX. I played it in two days and then took it back. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it so much, I took it back. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to replay it again. I got what I needed to out of it, and that's it. Sorry, CEX. Did you guys ever play a game called Fahrenheit? Or also known as Indigo Prophecy in North America? No. I did not, but I'm pretty sure I know who made it. Um, yeah, so this was uh, Quantic Dreams' debut title. Yeah, yeah. Went on to make Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human. Uh, I remember playing this on the PS2. Which mm. I quite Because it was like, um, you know, like these interactive drama sort of things. Yeah. Like in the other stages, but it was, was kind of like a paranormal element, and you're playing like an investigator. Especially that someone who's murdered someone, but it's there's more to it. Anyway, but anyway, that's that's going to get a uh, a 15th anniversary physical re-release on the PS4. It comes mm-hmm. with a case and a sleeve, a sticker set, an art book, and a letter from the developers. Or stickers. Don't know what that says. Like, well, I like that game. I mean, I'm not sure it quite had. I can't see why you'd get it on this generation, unless they've seriously redone the updated controls and stuff. Yeah. Other news. So Tekken 7 has now surpassed 6 million copies sold. Really? And as a series, wow. it has now exceeded, exceeded 50 million in total. Mm-hmm. So wow. Tekken's still very popular. Yeah. Isn't the current one like a bit 
empty. And there's yeah. a lot of things like season pass and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you've got a, there's a lot of DLC stuff in there now. Yeah, this seems to be a bit mm. of a regular thing. Where the game itself is really that. cheap, the base game. I think I picked yeah. it up for about four quid on Amazon, something like that. Mm. And um, yeah, you don't get very many characters. Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of the gameplay. It's all like automatic kind of now. Um, it's like the, the cutscenes and stuff. You've been doing that aimbot again. <laughs> yeah, it, it was me with the one-star review. Um, um, yeah, it just seems weird. It just doesn't seem like Tekken. I bought it so. very cheap on the store, but I've not mm. played it yet. Yeah. As with most things I buy, I just buy them and just sit there. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd say give it a go, see see what you think. I, I wouldn't turn anybody away from it. It's still it's still an okay game, but it's just it just doesn't feel the same for me. The, the last Tekken that I really enjoyed, funnily enough, was um, Tekken Tag Team. I think it was Tekken Tag Team 2, maybe, for the Wii U. Because I just love being that giant panda. Um, mm. Just absolutely body-slamming things. Um, so I think I'd have to disagree with actually, Tekken 7. I, I quite enjoyed it. But I think that was because I, I liked playing as Akuma. Mm. So I just got to play as play like as Street Fighter and Tekken. I really wish I actually really wish they got to make that um, Tekken X Street Fighter game that they that announced because I mean they made a Kuma and it it works for the most part in the in a Tekken um, play style so I don't know why they couldn't do the rest of the characters but it's a shame maybe maybe another time maybe mm. one day it'll come back because there's been loads of different crossovers. And they're in the past, so yeah, just get Maybe everyone in one game. Yeah, all the players. Tekken, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur. Uh, yeah. SNK. SNK, yeah. What's the other one called? Is it V Jump? The one with all the anime characters. Oh, Shonen Jump. Shonen? Is it Shonen? No, that's the magazine, isn't it? Yeah, but that's where all the characters come from, though. Shonen. Yeah, I mean the game. Do you mean Jump Force? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all well. in one game. Love that in. One massive game. Goku um, versus Yoda. Um, you like your Final Fantasy you, don't you, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I like Final Fantasy. So Final Fantasy 16 provisionally. You've given an M for mature rating. 18 in power region. Ooh, now, wow. So this is quite like, this is Final Fantasy, so obviously I know nothing about it. Never played them. <laughs> but I know apparently that all the previous ones are supposed to be aimed at teens, aren't they? Is that right? Um, well, at least the main series, I think. Yeah, I, I would see. I would see. I would say, um, for the most part, Final Fantasy has been kind of aimed towards kind of like that, um, you know, early teens to like maybe early adult-ish. Like the yeah. the games all have like mature themes in them, and they can get um, well, they can be violent to a certain extent but i would say for the most part it's it's uh, it's very you know um, fancy violence. Okay. yeah fancy violence we I, mean, I think i heard people mention that there was a lot of blood in the um, trailer for this i can't quite remember and that's probably part of why this has got originally this rated i, I can't remember the blood some final fantasy extreme 16 my final bit of news is that four guys season two will release on october the 8th boop, boop. I've played it in ages. I've played I, it I keep on playing on PC. <laughs> uh, I've only got one more piece of news. Um, 
which probably sounds like I might be repeating myself, funnily enough, uh, from I think it was the last podcast or the podcast before. Um, but Netflix have uh, come out and said that they're working on a new Resident Evil series, but this time CG, the CGI okay. Resident Evil series. Um, <laughs> which obviously for me being a Resident Evil fan, I'm like, yay, but Resident Evil. Uh, they didn't show much details on this one, unfortunately. Um, it, do, it does have a title, which is called Resident Evil uh, Infinite Darkness. Um, and it will start the leading protagonists from Resident Evil 2, which was Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield. Other than that, there was probably as much as we know. Can, can, can I swap them around, please? I just have that one as the live-action one. Live-action one. <laughs> the one where the characters that we do know about. Um, it, it could be following on from like um, the CG films because Resident Evil is like a, a, a series of CGI films that sort of tie with the games but not massively. Um, sometimes they do give like a hint as to what the next game um, might involve, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, they said that's going to be scheduled for release next year, so 2021. It does feel yeah. like Netflix just got the license from them just like. No, just it does, yeah. All the Resident Evil. <laughs> it does, yeah. Can't wait for the animated version. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit strange. Oh, I'll, I'll, I will admit, um, if I do go into one more last piece of news that I've not written down, but I've actually remember watching last night. I forgot, I forgot what studio it was, um, but the they've shown off a, a very small snippet of the new Monster Hunter film. Um, that's it's it's made by is it Paul W A Anderson. Anderson yeah the guy who made the Resident Evil films funnily enough solving yes. um, and also starring his wife as well uh, Milia yeah. Jovovich Jovovich that's the one yeah shit off it's just a Resident Evil clone <laughs> yeah that's what made a Resident Evil clone but with Monster Hunter um, I mean a small a small snippet was of um. Amelia's character, who was in like a, a like a, a little small army squadron, um, or in like a desert with their jeep and stuff, and something in underneath the sand is coming towards them. So they're driving off, and they're shooting at one of the, um, I suppose the, I probably one of the most iconic monster the monsters. I think it's called Diablos. Um, it was really small. You didn't really get much context of what was going on. I like the look of Diablos so far. I mean, they've got him nailed down. So, that's good, I guess. But, I mean, for what the actual movie is going to be about, I'm still going to be up in the air if I really want to see it. I think I need to see like a proper trailer for it to really get a grasp of where they're going with the film. But, I mean, so far, it's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about the games, to be honest. So. I assume it's got monsters in it. Well, the clues in the title. <laughs> in the world. I've got a, a one last bit that we've not covered yet. Ooh. Streaming services. Um, so Amazon have come out and said they're going to be um, launching Amazon Luna, the game streaming service. Has anybody heard about this? I vaguely remember this. We've got pricing for the US. Um, so the Amazon Luna Plus channel will cost $5.99 per month in early access. Uh, and there's also an accompanying controller um, for 
$49.99 in dollars, uh, which I've got to admit the controller looks a bit like a Switch Pro controller knockoff, just like an off-brand version that you get from Wish. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's going to be um, available to be used on um, Fire Sticks um, and also on Windows, Mac OS um, devices such as iPhones, iPads, and the Windows Edge browser. Yeah, so there's no launch date in the UK yet, but people are saying it's going to be between December and January, but there's nothing concrete as to that. And mm. some of the games that they've got, um, Sonic Mania, Control, Grid, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, The Surge 2, Overcut 2, um, loads of loads of other games. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that's quite a big one. So yeah, that's um, that's going to be coming out fairly soon. It's invite only at present, so um, so you can't really. Everyone's trying to get in on this gaming streaming service now, aren't they? Definitely, I everyone's mean, got one. I think. Do we need a, Do we need any more? I mean, Stadia's not. It's, it's not all that though, is it? No. You're not in much about it, do you? Definitely not. Not really. One, well, one that, thing that that's I the thought... power, That's the powerhouse of Google trying to get in on it. Well, yeah. Now you've got the powerhouse of Amazon trying to get in on it as well. Yes. Yeah. Bit of a saturated market. Yeah, definitely, because you've got PlayStation now, the Xbox Game Pass as well, and then now you've got, well, you've got Stadia that came out about a year ago, and that's not done particularly well, as you said. I think Apple's got their variant, which is crap. The, the Apple Arcade thing, isn't it? Yeah. So. Mobile gaming. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, a bit harsh. Yeah, to, to well, be honest. If, if the game's where you just pay once... And they've put work behind it. Because to me, um, like, have you ever played the games called The Room? Yeah, I love The Room. They're great. It's like yeah. one, one time feed, there's a lot behind you know, clearly a lot of effort. It's the whole, the way some companies monetize it. That's the thing. And it permeates yeah, yeah, into yeah. a lot of mobile games, doesn't it? The good ones are very few and far between. That's, that's my point, really. True. That's true. So we'll see what happens when that comes out and see if it's any better than the um, Google offering. But uh, I'm sure we'll see in the next six months or so how it goes. Well, we'll, we'll wait with bated breath. <laughs> what are we currently playing? Uh, shall I go? So I played a, a football game called Golazo. Oh, sorry, no. Golazo? Golazo. <laughs> it's like an animated kind of well, football game. But it's one of, one of these games where it's like very arcadey and fouls don't seem to exist. I played two games, oh. mate. I played. So I was playing it as, as England against Jamaica, my first game. I ended up losing on penalties. <laughs> uh, and then in my second game, I played against Congo. And suddenly, in the 96th minute, I considered a penalty, even though for the rest of the game, there was no fouls at all. And then suddenly, <laughs> I, I ended up slide tackling in an area and it said penalty. And then he, the, the Congolese player missed the penalty. Uh, oh, that's and cool. then we, that match finished three all. Then we went into penalties, and I actually managed to win that one. Barely England, it's penalties. What's going on? Yeah, can you believe it? Um, it's good fun, but it's when you play FIFA quite a bit. It's the, the controls are completely different. So it's like slide, and circle, square, and shoot. It's like Pez controls more like. Yeah. But I never play Pez, so it's, <laughs> it's it's a good little thing. It's a bit of fun. What platform did uh, you play on? That's peaceful. Oh. Yeah. Glasgow Football League. It's cool. I finally finished 
Assassin's Creed Origins. Hey. I finished it this morning. I was playing it <laughs> literally all day yesterday from about oh. midday to almost midnight. Oh, wow. That's dedication, that. Just doing all the side missions. I mean, the actual, you know, the actual proper side missions, not the, you know, there was things like the war elephants in there. Oh, like yes, yeah. I accidentally jumped in one of those pits and then it's like suddenly this elephant came charging at me. I'm like, what? Am I supposed to kill this? And he's like, no, I'm not killing this elephant. No, I like elephants. They're nice. So I just walked straight out. Uh, but yeah, did all the side missions. Finished the game finally this morning. Uh, nice. That's, I've, I've, had, it's, I've had enough of that game now. <laughs> I've, I've, it's taken so was, long. I was, I was pretty much in the same boat. One, once I'd done the like the last story mission, I, it takes you back into Egypt. I was like, I know there's DLC that I've got for it. Yeah, I, I, no, I, could, I need, I need a break. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I. I'd, I'd like to think I, I will eventually go back to it and do like the rest of like DLC and all stuff, but I feel like for now I'm kind of I'm okay. I'm a bit Assassin's Creeded out. I, I also found the um, the ending a bit on the nose because obviously it's Assassin's Creed Origins, so it's like oh yeah, the end, the origins. The end, the so Assassin's the end is basically Creed. explaining <laughs> the beginning of the the whole Assassin's thing, but it's yeah. very on the nose in the in the dialogue. Like, oh, <laughs> this is our new creed. It's like, yeah, I, I, I see what you're doing. Oh, uh, ahoy to our brotherhood. Like, stop saying <laughs> yeah. all these words that we understand that are related to Assassin's Creed. It, it needs hit, we get it. Shit, checkbox. Yeah. Right, we're assassins. We we operate in the shadows. We are a creed. Yes. <laughs> hidden ones. Yes. Even, even, hidden ones. even the future games to Valhalla. Yeah, it's just a tick box. On <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got everyone's got a hidden blade. Yeah, it was just tick box of this is the beginning of Assassin's Creed. Right, you get it. But anyway, done with that game. On to Odyssey, I guess. <laughs> I need a little bit of break before I go into Odyssey. So. <laughs> I'm going to find something else to play before that. Yeah, uh, get a palate cleanser. Game. Yeah. But I played another game, which is actually, I'm surprised to be playing, it's actually 10 years old. And that was Limbo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Do you ever play Limbo? No, I've seen it. I will never play it. Thank you. Yes, I was, I was, I'm, going, I'm going to mention this one. Is that the one with the spider? <laughs> yes. It's the creepiest spider I have ever seen in any game oh. ever. It's atrocious. So, so yeah, basically Limbo is a side-scrolling uh, platformer, puzzler. Um, mm. You play a small little boy who gets lost in Limbo. Mm. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but it's like got like a um, black-white tone and Grey scales, yeah. and so everyone's everything's in silhouette basically, mm. and uh, your little boy has just got glowing eyes, and uh, so yeah, you come across this spider who's like massive compared to your character. Yeah, you've got to put like a this this one moment early on, it's just real creepy. It's like um, so the spider's behind a, a, a tree, and every, yeah. when you walk up to it, it like tries to prong you with one its legs. Yeah. So what you do? Oh, is you I've seen to, a walkthrough of it, so I know. Yeah, so yeah, so you have to get a bear trap, like, mm. put it down, coax the spider into trying to jab you, puts its leg into bear trap, snaps it. You have to do that three times, so it's like breaks through its legs, and then it scurries off. Mm. So you're like, great, fantastic, I've got rid of the spider. And then you walk a little, you walk a bit further on, and you get to this bit where you're just walking up a slope, and you notice there's like webbing on the slope, and you start walking up it, and your character slow starts going very slow. 
and then comes to oh, a yeah. stand, comes to a complete standstill. So you're like you you like jump trying to you jump try out. like jumping along, and in the background you can just slowly see this spider crawling up behind you. <laughs> oh, it's so creepy. So they just yeah. prongs you and then just wraps you up in webbing. Oh, it's not good. Not good. I mean, it's a it's a great game, but that's that's, that's that wasn't nice. But yeah, that, I really enjoyed playing that because it's one of those games that I've, it, it was very critically acclaimed when it, when it came. Oh yeah, it was massive. I always wanted to play it, but I, I think the tone of it sort of put me off. But I thought, now nah, I'll, I'll go and play it because have you completed it? Yeah, I completed it. Yeah. How long is it to play through? Um, it's not long, is it? No, it's not too long. About. I'd say about between three and four hours, something like that. Oh, that's not bad then. You can I do it in session. Not, I'm not sure. But I did it over like two sessions, I think. I, I think if I if I could get over over the first oh. bit, I think I'd enjoy the rest. Because I've yeah. I've seen like a walkthrough like of like someone like well not walkthrough let's play. And um, to be fair, after, after the the end of the spider bit, it's actually kind of sad. Thankfully, I'm, I'm kind of glad that the spider bit was kind of early on. Just get out of the way. <laughs> well, I say it's like an entry point. If you can get over it, then the rest is fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's all I've played. So, uh, go on. Go on, Nath. Me. What are you well, showing and telling us? Because you always do it. Um, I've got <laughs> nothing to show us this time. I've got nothing to show today. Well, actually, oh, saying that, I've got my, got my 3DS. Um, Ooh. One of the games that I've started playing is... Wrong camera. Pokemon Pearl. <laughs> That's good stuff. Pokemon Blur. I believe. I Pokemon Blur. <laughs> that one. Still Blur, but I get it. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. We'll, we'll, we trust you. Yeah, so I've um, started my journey. I've got my. I've picked my Turtwig as my starter. Um, oh, why? Why? It's the it's one. It's the one. Um, I've got my um, rival friend. Actually, he's, my, he's more my friend. I've called him Max because he looks a bit like Max from Beyblades. Um, so. <laughs> anyway, that's the whole that Mark's not thing. Understand. Um, yeah, so I've started playing that, uh, but I'm now in so far. I'm just about to challenge my first gym leader, um, so that's all good. Uh, so I'll do that after the podcast. Um, other than that, I've, I've played a lot of FIFA with my in my career with Pascara. We've just won the Champions League and the league. And the Coppa Italia, um, so we're doing really well. So dominating. Um, what else? And apart from that, I played a little bit of Fall Guys. Um, and last night, I got my first crown. Oh, well, hey. it's, was... it's one. It's one of the ones where you got to race to the finish line and grab the crown. Oh, Fall Mountain. Uh, yeah, Fall Mountain. So That's... I'm. So I'm still the only one who has not. What? Yeah, see, and funnily enough, I'd not played it for a while, and I played my first game again last night, and it was the first one that I played. <laughs> Did it? It's like honestly, it's like all the stars aligned, and I'm like, yeah, I'll have a game. Um, after watching a bit of How I Met Your Mother, um, and yeah, I won, and I was like, right, that's it. Now I'm retiring as champion. Uh, Ego, Lisa, you can <laughs> play for a bit. <laughs> so, so you never play it ever again? No, that's it. It's yeah, not going to get as good. Together. It's like when we got to Division One on FIFA. Um, I wish we'd have just stopped there, and then we could have been happy forever. Always wondering oh, if we could have got to win the league, though. Always wondering if we could have got to be champions. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, I'm never going to win a crown or four guys. Oh, you will. I'm sure it'll happen. It's not going to happen. 
We'll all get to final. We'll hold people back, and then you can swoop in. And... <laughs> or we'll oh, sabotage you and take the crown for ourselves. We'll get, you won't we'll need to sabotage. I'll end up sabotaging myself. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, really that's that yeah. Anyway, that's that's all I've been playing. Really, I've not honestly. I've not been playing that much over the last couple of weeks. Um, wow. Been busy painting. Um, as you can see, I'm in another room. So yeah. Mm. Um, what about you, Matt? Me? Ooh. Uh, I've, actually, I've actually been playing quite well the last uh, two weeks. So, I mean, I'll get the usual other way. Uh, FIFA, obviously. Uh, play with you guys in pro clubs. So, did a bit of that. Um, did a bit of Fall Guys on PC. Um, won a crown again yesterday, so I'm happy. Um, actually, f- funny enough, it was... I didn't think I'd won it, actually. It was... Um, which one was it? The Jump Showdown. Um, so if you've if you've never been if you've never played that one in the final round, it's um, it's similar to Jump Club, where there's kind of two um, two kind of rows going around. One that's kind of a big one that goes over your head, and a smaller one. But in the final showdown one, it's um, so there's rather than one bar on the bomb, one kind of going around. There's two bars, um, and then some of the panels will drop as well. So you end up only only having like two panels at the end. And there was loads of us in this one. It was about 16. Mm. Um, once I got to like the final panel, a lot kind of got um, caught out and fell over. So I go into the last two. Um, and then this guy just kind of came over and kind of held on me as the bar came over. So they like knocked both of us, both of us out. And on my screen, he was like much mm. higher than me. So I was like, you son of a biscuit. Uh <laughs> But they just, it gave me the win. I was like, oh, nice. good. What, 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 time was, being... what time was that that you were playing? Because I think I might have been in that last game. Well, not me, but Lisa. What time were uh, Well, it was on PC. Oh, okay. so does it, it not got cross-play? No, unfortunately. Oh, right, yeah, it wouldn't have been. It just seems like a similar scenario to what we had yesterday. We was in like, there, was about, there was about 14 to 16 of us on that mm. particular one. Oh, and yeah. uh, go down to the last six or so, and uh, okay. yeah, not good enough. At least, no. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, so yeah, so I was happy. So cheers, do not prosper. Apparently, um, <laughs> uh, been been playing. Well, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption two pretty much every day just to get challenged and everything. <laughs> yeah, just 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 to get that back up. So uh, getting all the gold and getting my bounty. Uh, roll up quite a bit so I've been doing that doing a bit of Rocket League so the new season started recently when did it start started this week actually I think it was on Tuesday I've been doing a bit of that that's, uh, that's that's pretty good um, but some of the new stuff that I started playing um, has been I started playing Sims 4 uh, purely because of the Hall of Fame thing it, it got me nostalgic for Sims <laughs> So I thought I'd go back to Sims 4 again, reinstalled it, um, started my save again, which apparently I was... Apparently I'm doing the critic career path. What are you criticising? At the moment I've gone down the art and comedy route, so I'm like a critic for like um, comedy shows and and, and art galleries and stuff. So I'm getting like my painting comedy skills up and, and my writing skills up as well, which is quite cool. That's all I've been doing that at the moment. Just just getting that up at the moment. One series that I've actually started been doing over the last 
two weeks with my own PC. Um, is a series that's called We Were Here. Okay. Um, I think it's something that I recommended to you, Nathan, because um, it's on. I think it's on Xbox. Hmm. Um, so maybe something that you and Mark could look into. Um, funnily enough, it's a it's like a, a first person co-op explore slash puzzle um, puzzle game. I remember us talking about this, yeah. Yeah, so the, so the first game in the series, which is free on Steam at the moment, is, is just called We Were Here. And it's based on, um, it's based on like, two groups of two um, travellers in this snowstorm who are trying to, like, make their way through. Um, and one of the pair ends up in this, like, kind of castle mansion kind of place. So um, one one uh, one person ends up being what they call like the librarian, uh, where you're in this room just for like, well, library in effect. But there's there's all sorts of different stuff in there, and another one ends up being like the explorer, uh, and you essentially have to work together to help each one kind of progress. So like the librarian's got say, um, what staff we. The, the explorer's got like um, these different symbols on a wall with two different coloured eyes. So the librarian's got to find uh, a chart with those two like with two eyes each got like different colour stuff. And you've got to tell the explorer which two symbols to press on the wall to kind of progress through into the next room. Oh, okay. And it's kind of got puzzles like that where like uh, you essentially have to work together of like, right, I've got this in this room. What have you got in your room that matches that? And we can kind of work together. And it's quite interesting. It's 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 really good um good couple of games that we've been playing. So like, because we, we got through that in like a few hours. And then the next the next two in the series that we bought um were We Were Here Two, which is based on the other two like the other pair that you there was with the uh, original pair, they end up in like a separate section of like the same place, and they have to work together to like you know do the same stuff um, while working out like there's a story going through about this king who um, has like their children mysteriously die, and you have to like work out what's gone on there and stuff, and it involves like the queen and some sort of knight as well. It's a really like dark story, and it's got like evil spirits that pop up just as like a jump scare. Oh, right. <laughs> which is which is uh, which is not fun, um, but you know, it's got a nice little story to it. We, we're just actually, I think we're about halfway through the third game in the series, which is called We Were Here Together, which is a separate pair of explorers who you think initially on on kind of part of what's gone on. But you end up seeing like the um, the original pair end up flying like firing a, a flare at some point, just like a you know we're here or something like that. And you end up seeing it in this third game. So you're you're like working to find out what's happened with the other guys, I suppose. It is, it's it's a really um it's a really cool set of games. I, I really highly highly recommend them. I know the first ones on Xbox, but that's uh, that's about it. I was just reading this. It says a PlayStation 4 release of the series was announced on September 24th this year. But the release oh, date has not been announced. Oh, interesting. It does sound good. I, I quite like that sound. That'd be something me and my brother might play. So I assume you play it online. Is that yeah, you play it online. So not, what you can... Yeah. <laughs> so what you can do in each of the games, there's like a... 
you've got essentially like a walkie-talkie. So you've got a button pressed to like talk into it. Um, I mean, we just do it over Discord because it's a bit easier. <laughs> it's a little bit difficult Jesus. doing it over. Yeah, but it's a... Uh, no, I recommend them if you can find them uh, to play them. Really good. I might wait for this PS4 release and then check that out, maybe. There's not enough cool fighting things. No, no. Well, that's what we were looking for when we found them. We wanted to find more co-op stuff, so... All right, shall we go on to the Hall of Fame, then? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this is the Video Game Hall of Fame, where we take an in-depth look at a game of high quality or historical importance. We duct it into our pathway of games we feel deserve special recognition. Our inductee this episode was developed by Russian software engineer Alexei Pajikov in, in 1984, released initially on the Electronica 60 in the USSR in 1994 and the IBM PC over the following few years. It's Tetris. Yeah. I'm not going to do the theme tune because I'd do it a dis- disservice. Um, mm-hmm. But if anyone's played Tetris in the lives, they'll know what the theme tune is. It's very distinct. There was a bit of a scrap over Tetris when, it, well, in the early years of when it first came out, over who had the uh, rights. Um, and they only ended up returning to um, Pajitnov in 1996 um, after it was all said and done. So it's good that it went back to the creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, the game itself, um, if, if you've never played Tetris before, um, basically um, there's a series of different blocks that fall down uh, into a grid and you've got to try and get them into rows to get a Tetris um, which will then remove those blocks so that you can continue trying to fill the grid and get rid of as many blocks as possible. It's very repetitive and very addictive. Personally I'm not fantastic at it as my wife can be testament to because she always beats me on Tetris. Um, but it's yeah, it's just a really fun game and something that you could sink a lot of time into. Um, yeah, I mean it's had well, it's had hundreds, well not hundreds, but it's had tons of iterations. Um, so the first two Tetris and Tetris Two came out on the Game Boy, um, the ones that I played anyway. Now the mo- one of the most recent ones is that people are playing is Tetris Ninety Nine, which is like the battle royale style of Tetris. Um, oh, it's just what we need. Yeah. Just to make it a bit more stressful, um, you've got all other games to have a battle royale. <laughs> it's Tetris. It's, it's, ah, it's quite good actually. Cool. Yeah, it's it's quite fun. Um, and I mean, once you've been beaten, you can get into a next the next game quick enough, which is always good. Um, but basically, you play Tetris as normal, um, and when you get a Tetris, you can use that against other people to try and fill their board quicker than yours, and whoever lasts the longest wins. Um, never won that before. I generally get into the top 50, but I've never really got beyond that because I'm not very good. What do you think it is about Tetris that makes it so popular? I think the simplicity of the game, and it's just so open. Anybody can play Tetris. Um, you give them a, I co- a co- <laughs> you give them a console or um, a gamepad, and I think after maybe four or five rounds, you probably understand 99% of the mechanics. There's some things that you might not be able to figure out straight away. Like if you click a certain button, it'll basically speed up the blocks that are falling. So if you know you've got a block into a position uh, that you want, then you can basically push that and it'll go straight to the bottom. And then you can move on to the next one just to speed the process up a bit. Um, You can also rotate the blocks as well. 
Um, so as they're falling down, you can rotate them into better positions in order to try and get more Tetris, um, Tetrises, Tetrisi, um, yeah. <laughs> whatever they are. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of mechanics that you might not know straight away, but I think the second that you've got a hold of it and you're playing the game, then it's really simple to pick up and it's really, really fun. Sure. Confession to make this. I've never really actually got on with Tetris that much. I won't be a spicy YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> even though it's not really my thing, I know it's I know it's important in the history of gaming, hence why we're inducted. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's one of the reasons important. why the original Game Boy sold so well. Um, just having that yeah, game on yeah. it um, and the price right. of it as well. Well, did you know the um, each Tetris block has a name? Does it? Yeah. I do know, but I don't know their names. <laughs> so there's uh, seven okay. uh, different ones. Blocks, yeah. Yeah, seven different blocks. So we've got Orange Ricky, so that's like the L shape. Ricky! Okay. Then we've got, we got Blue Ricky, which is the backwards L. Uh, Cleveland one? Z, or Cleveland Z, I don't know what That's like the, uh, well, Z. Like Z. Yeah. And then you've got the Rhode Island Z, or Rhode Island Z, which is like the backwards one. Hero, which is just the line. Uh, Tiwi, which is the T one. The T, yeah. And then you've got Smash Boy, which is the square. <laughs> Smash Boy. <laughs> Smash Boy, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great pub quiz question. What's the square Tetris block called? Smash Boy. <laughs> I, do, I do enjoy uh, a game of Tetris every now and then. Like It's, it's not my... It's not my go-to puzzler, but um, I, I've had some like good times um, whenever I've like taken sort of like my, my DS uh, on holiday or something. And my dad will like he'll play he'll play Tetris, but he likes Tetris, and then I'll play Tetris just to try and beat his high score. <laughs> uh, so that's been quite fun. Um, it's just nice and simple, isn't it? It's but I think I think what really makes Tetris for me is the actual music. I think the music makes it really addictive. It's really iconic, isn't it? Yeah, like it's. I think outside of maybe like, maybe like the Mario theme song or tune, it like it's probably the most recognizable video game uh, tune. I can't think of anything that really tops Tetris. Yeah, I think at the time when it came out, it was just so foreign, wasn't it? Because it was behind the iron curtain of the Soviet well, I Union. Say this, it is Russian. This <laughs> mysterious game came out. Um, so I think that added to the mystique um, of it, which was pretty cool. Mm. It, it can get quite addictive once you're into it as well. Like it's it's one of those like just just another one kind of games. Well, that's it. Like they get well if uh, if you're not very good at it, like me for example, a game will last a, a few minutes. But if you're really <laughs> good, it can last well hours. Well, as long as you can play it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you played much of Tetris 99, Matt? I haven't. I've got it. I've got it. I downloaded it when it first came out, but I never touched it because I think it's probably a bit too competitive for me. <laughs> yeah. I to be honest, dangerous. I just I just play it on my own, and I've like if I do get any Tetris, it'll just automatically do its stuff. I don't really focus on trying to upset anybody else. I just play my own game, and then I end up losing. <laughs> no no hate for Tetris for me. No hate. I, I would like to try um Tetris Effect. Mm. I think I remember when it came out, like a lot of review um review sites pretty much said it was like the best game of that year. I was like, 
Really? Tetris? Tetris, yeah. Like, what, what it, it must have done something that was, like, brilliant. And I think I remember a lot of it is about the music and how it... Um... They actually brought the music out on vinyl as well for Tetris effects. So. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, it must have, like, brilliant music. So I'd love to give it a try. I do like I do like the one on DS um, because a lot of it is, like, they've got, like, um, Nintendo-themed levels to it. So, like, um, they have, like, you can do, like, a Mario one where, like, Mario's running on a, on a like, a, like the level, World 1, Level 1 um, from original. Um, and then they'll have, like, a Zelda one themed where, like, Link's just running on screen, like, beating up enemies every time you get, like, a line of stuff, which is kind of cool. I think the best thing that's going for Tetris is that it's just, it's simple and the, the music is just... Um, absolutely catchy and that's what really kind of caught on for it really because there's nothing else like it when it came out yeah i downloaded the uh tetris app and it's well it, let's just say it annoyed me greatly not because the actual game but it's just the faff you know to actually get into a game first you load it up and it's actually just a, a woman just talking to you about how there's a competition online you complete online <laughs> okay i'm just like what so just just give me the game, please. And then it goes into like this menu of nonsense all of it. And then it's it's one of these games where you only, you can only play five times and then like you have to you either have to wait or you have to buy tickets or something to play. And I'm just like, oh. what, this really this this is what Tetris has become. Right. I mean, no, that, that's, that's why avoid the app. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you um a Game Boy and uh, Tetris for Christmas. Yeah. Let's just go old school, shall we? So you can you can play it properly. Yeah, it's not properly. I'll just get um, get Tetris Effect on. It's on Xbox, isn't it? I think it was an Xbox exclusive. Is it? Uh, it's out for PS4 as well. There's a PS4 as well. Please, how, how can you do so many things with Tetris? I don't get it. Well, they've done it. On the, on well, the clearly. Thing. Well, the base of it is the same, but they've upgraded the graphics, changed the music. Um... Upgraded the graphics. Yeah. But you can't. Well, colourful now. Oh, yeah. Colourful to begin with, right? No. It came out on the Game Boy. Yeah, the, the green hue. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, what I'd like to see is, um, is like, uh, Tetris Bin VR. But where, oh, like, cool. what, what I'd love to see is, like, um, like the, the Game Boy, but it's, like, surrounds you, like, 360. I feel like that'd be a cool concept for Tetris. Where you got like fill up the lines and stuff. Yeah, I've um, I've got Tetris for the Virtual Boy, and that's pretty surreal. Oh, I can <laughs> imagine red. just blood red. <laughs> yeah, well that's it. I, I have to stop playing it after about fifteen minutes because it, yeah, I do get a bit of a headache. But you know, <laughs> got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you could really do with Tetris because I mean, there's the uh, Tetris versus Puyo Puyo series on on the Switch. Where you can do like um like one side is Tetris but the other side is like well Puyo Puyo. If you've never well, if you've never played Puyo Puyo. Anyway. That's that's the battle game, isn't it? Um where one of you plays one, one of you plays another. I think that was kind yeah. of the seed for Tetris ninety nine. Could be, yeah. I mean look at Tetris ninety nine, I think that's just from that spawned the um Mario thirty five. That's that's actually kinda of cool. I've seen people play it, it's it's mental. <laughs> That's, that's just the effect that Tetris has. Like, it's, I think every puzzle game after has kind of been inspired by it, I think. 
It's the granddaddy of puzzle games. Yeah. OG. OG, yeah. Well, I guess there we have it. Tetris into the video game for fun. Mm. So, if you enjoyed listening to this, uh, please consider tuning in the next time. We release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at junkiedopen.com uh, where we post blogs and the whole thing. Also, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation. You can find Joking Dolphin on Facebook as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. And we're also on YouTube where you can find this very pod as well as other videos. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening. Let's go on. Bye. In the best, though.